Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first segment of The Unchurched. I'm Dr. Deborah, and I'm going to be the host for this podcast. So let me just get right into it. The Unchurched, that's a community of people who are godly, godlike, spiritual, but do not belong to a organization, an organized community called the church. So in one sense, you are the church because you are a believer. In another sense, you're not a church. You are unchurched because you don't go to a house of worship or a place where other faith people meet. As you can tell from my language, my background is Christianity. But I have to quickly acknowledge that I'm more than a Christian, always have been, always will be. I'm a Christian in the sense that I believe in the ideas and the ideals that are taught in the Bible, the Holy Bible as we know it. But I'm bigger than that in that I know that the organization that was established in the name of Jesus of Nazareth does a lot of things that Jesus of Nazareth would never do. And I knew that day one. So as I grew up in the church, I just decided, you know, I can do this. And I did it for as long as long as I could until God spoke directly to me and, and gave me some ideas that were quite kind of contrary to what was being done. Not necessarily to him or to or her, but to the ideals that God would have me stand for. So fast forward many years. I got a doctor degree in family therapy and I was already a quote unquote, and I put that in quote, ordained minister, meaning somebody had acknowledged that I acknowledged that I had a special call, God call in my life. And when I started to train to be a systemic therapist, which is the same thing as a family therapist, I realized that there were some, some ideals that we were being trained to, to be and think and embody as family therapists that fit squarely into my life as a believer, as a God person. And I started to teach my classes. I became a professor, started to teach my classes based on those ideas. When I trained other therapists, I taught them in a way that that went along with both ideas because I realized they were not in, in opposition to each other. They were complementary, complementary to each other. So about, let's say, four years before I retired, I retired in, in 2015, I had begun to see myself as moving outside of the university. I knew that God had basically had his had her hands, God had had God's hands on me, keeping, giving God agenda, because we know God doesn't have agenda. Keep, had had me set up to be something other than what I was being, and I knew it. And I so I left the university in 2015. 2019, January the 29th, God spoke to me in a very clear voice and basically said, this is how I want you to do what I want you to do. And so I, I knew, now have direction. So it's 20, yeah, it's the end of 2019. And it finally has crystallized exactly how I'm supposed to do it. So let me just share this with you. 
when the whole point of this podcast is not to bang the church or to beat the church up up to or to this is not even about them if if you will this is about us this is about people who who know that the, that that life and relationships with God and with each other is just bigger than the traditions of the organized church no matter what kind it is no matter what kind of belief system they hold so I'm not I'm not just talking about Christians I'm talking about anybody who goes to a temple, a place, a thing, and a building where they call themselves by some name is bigger than that. And I think the unchurched know that, which is why we don't go to the buildings, because we realize we can be just as much of God people, or more so in, in so many ways, without having the building. And so God gave me a, a, a idea about how I could help this mission. And initially I thought that the best place to take it was to the church because I was thinking who are the people that, that it was meant to be for. But when I gave it, well, I was going to say when I gave it some thought, but no, when I continued to have these conversations with leaders of the established church and they thought it was great, but they were not quite open to doing anything past tell me how great it was, I I began to realize that the leader of the church, and who wasn't really, and we're talking about Jesus of Nazareth, he really wasn't the leader, he was the inspiration, how about that, the inspiration for for that organization, for that community, did not go to the established religious people of his time. He went to the people that were living around him to show them, to, to, to express to them, to be this, this different way of having relationships with the divine and with each other. And that's what I learned when I was uh, being a professor at the university and when I was being trained, even when I was being trained to be a uh, systemic therapist, I realized that here is a way that I can offer something to the world. And then after trying to offer it to the church, thinking that's who would be open to it, on some level I knew they wouldn't be, but I knew I was expecting it to be a struggle. But but then I'm serious, that was what that was necessary. Because without that, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. I would be sitting in somebody's office trying to uh, convince them that this is something that they should be open to and that that their people should be exposed to. But when I realized how these how these kinds of things work, it makes much much more sense that I'm having this time with you. So the unchurched. That's enough about me. The unchurched. What this will be is an opportunity for you to grow. I know that's part of the reasons why churches exist, buildings exist, is so that people will have a place to come to uh, outside of the elements and learn and grow. Well, this is an opportunity to do the same, the exact same thing, sitting right where you are, hearing me talk, and there's reciprocity. There's an opportunity for you to speak back to me and to the rest of us and tell us what you're thinking and and your experiences with some of the things that we're learning and sharing and moving on from there. So I'm excited, as you can tell in the change of my voice, I'm excited about that opportunity. 
I know this is what I've been asked to do. I know that the things that I've learned and the things that I've created are things that God gave directly to me, but I'm not closed to hearing what you think and, and things that you're doing that can add to what I'm doing. Because the whole point of this is that it just works better when, when you have a community to do anything. So what is the unchurch? It is, let me tell you first of all what it's not. It is not a new church, a new kind of church. No, it's not. It may theoretically seem that way, but that's not what it is. It is not some radical organization that's against the church or against believers because it's not that either. And it's not a place, but it's a movement. It's it's an inspiration. It is a way of being. That's ideally, ideally what the church is. It is it's supposed to be a way of being. And that's what I would like for this to be. It is a uh, designation for followers of the of a universal truth. And, and the universal truth we know, love, kindness, respect, all of those things that we learn in, in kindergarten, all of those things that really we learn at church, all the things that, that good parents teach their children has to do with loving and respecting loving others, respecting others, caring for others, just being in a, a good relationship. So it's a community of God people who want to spread this truth and of love and goodness and relationship and personal growth. That is nothing more exciting to me than to add to someone else's life in terms of growing. So we are God-like people. We are godly people. We are people who, who really want to see the world change. We're people who want to offer what we have to offer to make that change possible. And I'm doing it in, in the uh, uh, process of having this conversation with you, uh, sharing ideas that I know God has given to me about the unchurched, those of us who who love God, love people, love relationships, love the world, and want to help to make it a better place. So I'm Dr. Deborah, and that's what, when you listen to the unchurched, I'm calling it that because that's who we are. We are people who know God, love God, love people, and we want to help make the world better. We can all do it, and we can do it together. All right? So open to belief systems, open to other ideas, but just know this that I know, and we all know that there are some basic things that everybody who have well, uh, positive intentions for other people and for themselves, they embrace. And that's, and the unchurched is no different. Um, we see godliness in the world. We value spirituality over materialism. And that does not mean we don't like stuff or want stuff or have stuff because we all like stuff, want stuff and have stuff, except for those of us who don't. And we can respect that too. We value bringing other people into the, this knowledge of teaching. We value, of course, the environment. We want to spread this idea of loving and being in relationships. And, of course, to honor the, uh, God and honor others as we do that. Um, not setting ourselves above anybody or beneath anybody. Just trying to be the best people we can be. Knowing that our, our reason for being on the planet is to make it better. Our reason for still being here is to express the love that's in us and do it in a way that works. 
I believe that God has given me a way that works that that is extraordinary. It is, as far as I know, it's not being done. But if it is, then good for them. They can do where they're doing it, and I can do it where I'm doing it, and you guys can do it where you're doing it, and we all can make the world better. We all can make things differently. Now, you hear me, a lot of optimism in my voice. This is who I am most of the time. I truly believe that we can change the world by doing these things. I truly believe that there is a way. And that's what I want to end our time with today by sharing with you what God gave me and inviting you to be open to it and and to share with others. It's called How to Love. How to Love. I believe that people know what to do. We know love is a good thing. We know good things should come out of love. But I think what we do not know is how to do it. A great example. You've heard of books about the love languages and so forth. And I had to learn that personally. And that is, there is a certain way everybody loves. That you show love a certain way. And you expect to receive love a certain way. And usually, we show love the way we want to receive it. But usually we're the ones that have to offer love that way, not and kind of want to get it back, want to get it back the way we give it. But we don't always give it, get it the way we give it. How to love would teach you how to give it the way they need it versus the way you want to give it. If that makes sense to you, let me just put it another way. If the way I receive love is the kind of love I want to get says, just listen to me when I'm talking. Just support me when I'm trying to do something. That's how you can show me love. Your only task is to find a way to do that, is to learn how to do that. If your way, the way you like to be loved says, just, you know, when I need something, give it to me. If it's a piece of bread, if it's a dollar or two, that's how I know you're loving me. Give me the things that I need material things that I need. If I can do that, if I want to show you I love you, when I think of you, I'll buy you something and send it to you without you knowing it. That's me knowing how to love you. Now, those are very simplistic examples of of how of the whole how to love uh, I idea or attitude, but there are some really, really much, much deeper things that you can learn to do if you truly want to love others and you sure and you truly want to be in relationship with them is that you learn how to love and to love them requires a way of thinking and looking at the world that's the first thing and then then there are things that you do after you learn how to be this thing that reflect the love that's in you and everybody you don't need a language a love language to make to know that you're being loved because you know what it feels like when somebody is giving you the love that you want. You know what it feels like when somebody is caring for you. And and what I want to share with us on this podcast are the many ways of being to express this love and the things that you can do to show this love. So that's what the Unchurched is about. And I'm reaching out to you, inviting you, to join me in this movement. This is not an organization we're trying to start. Don't ever ask me to build no building. Oh, my my bad grandma just showed up. Don't ever ask me to put a building together. 
for this because that's not what this is about. This is about you being love wherever you are. I am showing love wherever you are. My doing the same thing and we don't need a building or an organization to do it. This is encouraging us to just be the God-like people that we are and that we strive to be and also to grow because we, oh, do we not know we can do ungodly really well. We can do unloving very well because we have egos. You know, We have selves that we look out for. And so personal growth is a large part of what this community uh, of, of believing believers, God-like people, personal growth is a large part of that because that's how you learn how to love. And there are just so many different things that you could be doing differently that can create some different relationships. And that's within the home, the people that live with you, the people that are next door to you, the people that are at work, the strangers at the store, the people on the on the freeway that's blowing at you, honking at you, the just all the different relationships you find yourself in the world. How to Love can teach you how to do that. And again, as an unchurched person, as a person who don't have a community, because I do miss that community. As a person who don't have a community, you will connect with like-minded spirit people. And let me say that about the church community. That's exactly what it is. There, there, like I said, there are some. There could be some people in church who are unchurched, but they keep going because their friends are there. They keep going because there's a good sermon here and there, or maybe every Sunday, some great choir. You hope. Uh, good relationship activities. They do all of that to create fellowship. And there is nothing, 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 nothing wrong with that. So don't ever hear me saying that. Nothing wrong with that. People need that. That's another family. They call it church family. So that's a beautiful thing. And if if you hear me saying this and you decide you want to go join your church, go and do that. Because you don't, you don't have to be a part of the unchurched to do what I'm saying. You can take these whole ideas with you wherever you go. So I should have said when I was listening to all those places where you meet people at church is another place you can take these ideas and beliefs and just make them a part of how you relate to people, how you grow, because that's the whole point of fellowship. That's the whole point of belief, uh, belief systems. They're supposed to encourage you to grow, be a better person, become the best you can be, but you have to be taught that. And I think I have just the most beautiful way. So until we meet next time, I want you to go to uh, your Facebook and look up Unchurch group and join it. It's called the Unchurch or Unchurch. Either one of those, type it in, do a search for it and find it and you will find me and you will find another group of community people who believe like we do. And that is you can love right where you are. And there's a community of people who are willing to join you while you do it. This is Dr. Deborah. I am just elated to be talking to you right now. And the only thing that I asked of you is just to talk back to me. And that's why we're forming a face group group page so that we can share ideas and maybe one day we'll meet.
but not to organize a building, a, a church building. All right. I, as you can see, I can be comical. That's who I am. It's been my honor, my pleasure. I look forward to hearing from you until we meet the next time. Um, just keep the faith. Take good care. <laughs>